0: Hello and welcome to another episode of the J.I.E. Review. Uh, this week I'm reviewing a really fascinating conversation Joe Rogan had with Brian Cox, podcast 1233. Brian Cox is a British guy, a scientist, professor, and now a lecturer. Um, he's someone I've known of for some time, uh, he used to be on, or still is on TV in England And uh, it's just a fascinating scientist. In a lot of ways, he's like the British Neil deGrasse Tyson, you know, always bringing fun facts about the universe to people that ordinarily wouldn't be interested. But this guy makes it uh, pretty fascinating. And this conversation is just the same. Um, If you've never heard Brian talk, you're going to love this podcast. It really is fascinating. And he really does just make the most complicated sounding things easier to digest and uh quite a lot more fun than any science class you probably ever took anyway let's get started with the review welcome to the joe rogan experience review where each week i review every single episode of the joe rogan experience what more do you want So, Brian talks, well, starts by talking about how big the universe is. So, that one comes as no surprise to us. But he was saying that it might be even larger than you had previously thought. Because it may not just be the creation of one Big Bang and one universe, but as it expands super infinitely fast, these might just be Big Bang's happening and expanding in an already infinitely massive universe which uh, is too insane uh, and too crazy for my brain to even contemplate to be honest but uh, from the way he was making it sound it's like it's like one big bang has happened and there's like big bangs happening within a massive universe big bang right Uh, I don't know how these mathematicians and scientists and uh astronomers are even able to figure any of this out really still blows my mind i think it's uh it's so fascinating and then they put a story to it you know uh the multiverse one is weird the idea that there could be so many that infinite versions of all types of things are happening or that there's another version of you out there it just seems very bizarre but hey what what isn't bizarre right Uh, One of the big scientific breakthroughs Brian was talking about is the measurement of gravity and finding the particle. I think it was called the uh, Higgs boson, which is like the gravity particle. But anyway, they did it with... They used two lasers to measure two giant black holes that were crashing into each other and kind of absorbing each other and... With these lasers, and the two lasers were set in different states, so they were far enough apart to be able to measure the differences between these waves as they came in, they were able to figure out the, the gravity particle from there, like uh, a gravity wave, I think they called it. And uh, what was really interesting about what happened with the black hole is he was saying that when they were getting close, they went from a third the speed of light to two-thirds the speed of light traveling into each other in like a split second and then at one point just for a very short period of time released as much energy as all the stars in the night sky all at once even though it's for a very short period of time that's an immense amount of energy unbelievable so crazy stuff going on out in the universe there and uh guys like this guy uh, bringing it to the forefront, I think, is is really pretty fascinating. So he has a new show as well that he's touring with, uh, with some other guys, and he uses giant LCD screens, massive screens. He's going to be in L.A., and it was in London. It went to Wembley, and uh, it's just like the touring intellectual scene. It's getting popular. People like to go and see these animations and see these guys talk and learn about what's going on. It's almost... I don't know, it's like a college class you want to go to uh, and probably far more interesting as well. So I really like that he's doing that. I think it's uh, really fascinating. He was saying also that there's a lot of resources in space. This is why, you know, possibly Elon Musk and Jeff Bezos want to get up there so much because the the mineral content everywhere is so much. I mean, he gave the example that you could build like a, a, half mile high skyscraper all over the whole planet with the amount of resources you can find you know just nearby in our galaxy which is pretty interesting and then again jeff bezos elon Musk making rockets that are reusable reusable rockets are cheaper so maybe they've got some plans to get up there and start mining away the economy makes sense you know it can pay for itself uh the next big stop for us um Brian was saying is Mars not really news in the sense of like yeah obviously Elon Musk wants to go there but it, the only realistic stop for us other than the moon because any of the planets closer to the sun too hot and beyond Mars they're just gas so we can't do anything with them so for us to get good at planet hopping we've got to We've got to practice on Mars and then I guess we can practice on different moons and just kind of go from there. He, in this podcast, had a really fascinating description of wormholes. I am too dumb to remember how he explained it, but he really gave it a good breakdown for at least from anything that I've heard about bending time and space and how it's kind of like theoretically possible, but doesn't really exist So, if you're into that, and that's something that fascinates you, definitely pay attention during that part of Rogan's podcast, because uh, it seemed to be the best description I've heard. I thought it was really pretty cool. Uh, When it comes to life on Earth, Brian was saying that's very rare, uh, probably, and it seems quite unusual. A lot of things come into play, like uh, single-cellular life could be far more likely maybe on Mar- old mars or maybe under the ground or on some of the moons that have water but multicellular life seems far more unusual because it seems to have happened at one point with like two different organisms combining into one cell and allowing multi to continue and then he gets on to how our solar system pre- seems pretty unusual as well as solar systems go just from the position of all the planets and the gas giants and that uh, Jupiter's obviously uh, given us some sort of protection by swallowing up meteors and asteroids that could have just crashed into the earth and killed all the life anyway. So uh, maybe life is rarer in the universe than the optimists of finding aliens think just because of the odd things that are going on in our solar system and supposedly our solar system is fairly odd just with the fact that it has one sun because uh i think i think i read or heard somewhere that most solar systems have two they have a binary star system so we got some unusual stuff going on and maybe maybe that's why life popped up uh he makes a little story about proving that there's no soul and he does that by saying that there's no measurable forces that are interacting with matter that we don't know about, and if a soul existed, it's a pretty strong reaction between the body and the brain, this thing that can control it, move it, make decisions, completely function it. Uh, he's saying that we just don't see it anywhere. So from a scientific standpoint, you just there's no forces that are interacting with gravity. Or just in our body that aren't interacting with anything else. And he's saying they should be measurable. Which I thought was a fascinating way of putting it. And then G- uh, Rogan made the joke, well, that's because it's Jesus and you can't measure God. <laughs> Obviously, Joe's just being facetious, but that's pretty funny. And and also, more than likely, the answer that you would get from from uh, plenty of religious people. Uh, Brian's not scared of AI, unlike Elon. He thinks it's going to be very good and super useful. And uh, at the end of the podcast, he gets onto something that he's worked with closely: CERN, the the big hadron collider. It's in like Switzerland, France, and I think Belgium or something. I don't know. Uh, it spans a few countries and it's very very long. And he talks about how it was put together after the fifties, after World War Two, as like a Uh, conglomeration of countries working together for the betterment of humanity that sort of thing and it was set up with an international treaty so all the countries pay into it you know like england france germany all the different countries that are a part of it they pay about 100 million dollars a year which is actually on a gdp standpoint quite a small amount of money and um so so CERN has this money coming in all the time, even though it's not a ton of money, but it knows it gets it, so it can always continue and, and like plan into the future and do really good science, which is cool. And some of the discoveries that have come out of it are well, it helped create the, the internet, the web, uh, certain types of electromagnets, supermagnets that they use for a lot of different things, cancer therapies, And it discovered the Higgs boson gravity particle. And it's helping discover things like dark matter, which makes up like 25% of all the stuff. Dark energy that he was saying makes up 75% of all the stuff. And uh, so it's a useful tool. And it's down at the moment, but it'll be back online. And it's hoping to figure out some more crazy things that, that... you know, we should know. So it's cool that, that device exists. I think it's pretty cool. And uh, again, um, Brian is touring. So if you're into this podcast after you listen to Rogan's conversation, jump online, go to his website, try and track him down. I know he's coming to San Diego, San Francisco and LA. So see if there's some tickets. And Joe even said he'd be going out to it. So it sounded that cool. Uh, check it out. Thanks for listening. Make sure to check out this podcast this conversation and i appreciate you guys peace